welcome to The Insatiable Appetite. I am Alyssa Chevalier, Director of Consumer Insights here at the Hartman Group, and I'm here today with my colleague, Judy Harris, who's Market Market Research Director. We are getting ready to launch the 2023 installment of our biennial health and wellness syndicated study, and I am very excited to have Judy on today to talk about what it is we'll be looking at in that study. Hi, Judy. Welcome on. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. So for listeners who are less familiar with the Hartman Group, health and wellness has historically been one of our core topics, one that we've been developing expertise in since the 1990s. And we keep a really close eye on consumers changing perceptions, their aspirations, and the practices that they participate in in the health and wellness space as those have evolved over the past three decades. And we put all of that into context by analyzing cultural and socioeconomic influences that intersect with that health and wellness culture. So the last time we ran this study was in 2021, which was of course during really the heart of the COVID pandemic. And so that was of course a huge piece of the study last time around. But now that COVID is more a part of the ongoing backdrop to consumers' lives, I'm interested to know what aspects of health and wellness you are most excited to look at in 23, Judy. It is true that COVID has faded much more to the background for most consumers in the past two years, but it has also been lasting impact on others. One of the questions that we get often from our clients is how consumers are thinking about mental health. And I think it's gonna be a key topic this year. We'd already been seeing the emphasis on mental health pre-COVID, with stress and anxiety being the number one condition in 2019. So I'm really interested to see how consumers are approaching mental health this year the factors that they think are impacting it, and what they're doing to manage their mental health and their everyday lives. Yeah, I absolutely agree that the ways that consumers' relationship to mental health are shifting is a really fascinating aspect of health and wellness. And one that really exemplifies the ways that consumers have started to view health through a more holistic lens in recent years. And when I say holistic, I don't necessarily mean alternative care practices and things like that, but we see a shift even in consumers who are quite conventional in terms of the ways that they're thinking about how the different aspects of health are all interconnected, whether that be their physical health, like different systems in their body being connected, or their physical health being connected to other areas like their mental health or their emotional well-being or even a sense of community. We're really just seeing more connections all around, both within health and wellness, but also beyond it to things like connections between personal health and environmental health or sustainability. Yeah, I think that's another aspect of the evolution of health and wellness towards a more holistic and interconnected approach is um, is the idea of food as medicine. Mm -hmm. We've been seeing the idea ramping up for quite some time with functional foods and beverages market expanding and increasingly reaching the mainstream consumer. But I'm also curious to check in on how consumers are relating to this idea, especially with inflation. Health has been something that consumers try to invest in in the long term, but it really does remain to be seen whether this is something they actually do in the face of economic pressures or if it's really something that's more of an aspiration. 
Specifically, functional products. Functional products are often pricier than their non-functional counterparts. And it's going to be really interesting to see whether consumers will continue to pay and invest more in these products. One of the challenges with, with food and medicine that we've seen has always been the benefits tend to be subtle and they require consistency and often long-term investment to see a difference. So one of the questions that we're thinking about when we head into the study is whether consumers will be willing to spend more on money on things that they don't see an immediate benefit. Yeah, that's really fascinating. I wonder if this will have any impact on this kind of skepticism or cynicism of pharmaceuticals that we've seen recently, particularly among younger generations. It, it'll be interesting to see if consumers come to appreciate pharmaceuticals more because they often can provide a more tangible effect or a quicker turnaround time than some of these alternatives that consumers have been turning to in food and beverage. Yeah, that could certainly happen. And that's something that we're going to measure in the study. But we're going to have to report back at the end of March when the study is complete. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to me, Judy. It's been great to get your perspective. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. And thank you all for listening. If you have any questions or would like more information about the upcoming health and wellness study, which will be published on March 31st, please don't hesitate to reach out to us here at the Hartman Group. And we are looking forward to next time on The Insatiable Appetite.